This is Mike O'Neill. We taped the show you're about to hear a few days ago. We knew it was timely, but when Governor Doug Ducey acted in the past week to prevent the teaching of critical race theory in Arizona public schools, it became even more timely. What is being taught in our schools? We interview two Arizona school teachers. Listen to what they have to say. Then afterwards, ask yourself, Exactly what thoughts and ideas are Governor Ducey and others afraid of? This is The Think Tank with Dr. Mike O'Neill, talking about the major political, economic, and social issues of the week. KTAR News on 92.3 FM and KTAR.com. The Think Tank. Well... There was, uh, in the recently completed uh, legislative session, there was a whole lot of discussion, a a little bit less in the way of specific action, but a lot of discussion about what is being taught in our classrooms and what sort of agendas do our teachers have. Well, we have two of those teachers with us, uh, Jim Byrne and Chico Robinson. Welcome to the Think Tank. Thanks for having us. Thank you. We're going to, we're going to, we got an hour to talk about this subject, and, and in particular, there has been an inference by some of the statements in the legislature that there is some sort of a, a political agenda of our teachers trying to uh, trying to infuse a singular ideology in our in our students. Uh, uh, you, I, I wanted. I wanted basically to give you an opportunity to react to that and tell tell me, but but let's let's get to know a little bit about you first. First, Jim, tell us a little about what what your background is, where you teach, and uh, what level. Yeah, I teach down in Tucson, uh, an educator in, in TUSD. Uh, I teach high school social studies, uh, member of the Tucson Education Association and uh, the uh, chair of our public policy and legislative committee and a member of our executive board. Uh, I'm going into my seventh year at this high school, um, and uh, I get to teach some of the classes that perhaps um, draw a lot of the ire of uh, some of the legislators who tried to put forth some of these uh, bills this legislative session. Well, we'll talk more about those. But first, I want to introduce Chico Robinson. Tell us your story. <laughs> sure. Uh, I teach uh, in the Phoenix Elementary School District. Um, I'm a member of PECTA, the Phoenix Elementary Classroom Teachers Association, and I'm a board member on AEA, Arizona Educators Association. Um, and, I teach. And you're in Phoenix Elementary, but what what grades do you teach? Seventh and eighth. Seventh and Seventh eighth. Seventh and so. social studies. And... Um, yeah, I teach. Is that it in a middle school? Yes, in at a middle school. Yes. Okay. Well, welcome to the show. Uh, I, I wonder if I, I just want to throw out the question broadly. You you've heard. Tell us what you've heard coming out of the legislature. Does it fit your your own personal experiences? And and let's just let you uh, open the discussion. All right. Um, so, it, one, it does not fit, and I think. For us to begin this conversation, if it's okay, I think we need to address. First of all, t- say what the it is. You know, the, what do you what do you hear? Right, right, and, right. What, and what's the truth? Uh, critical race theory. Okay. Let, let's let's talk about the elephant in the room. So it, it, it's it's thrown out there like this big awful thing, right? That every school in America is teaching. Which uh, I'll, I'll get to that. Um, First so, of all, I want to find out what and the people who are upset about that. Yeah. I, the, if if they were here, the first thing I would want to ask them is. All right. 
what is your understanding of what critical race theory is? Right. So um, uh, Dr. Imani Perry, uh, professor of African-American studies at Princeton, um, described it as a way of understanding the mechanics of racial inequality and how the law can be used to address them. So in order to address inequality, we have to take data. And in order to have data, you have to pay attention to where people from different segments of society are situated. You have to be able to look at the relationships between race and health outcomes, race and class, race and educational outcomes. When we don't address and keep track of race, we have no mechanisms for addressing racial injustices. And, I mean, this is a conventional right-wing approach where a moral panic is created around an issue does that, that does not really exist. Um, they take a subject and drum up anxiety uh, amongst their base as a way to kind of take the eye of the ball of the real policies and issues that are failing and need to be addressed right now. So I'm going to give this wonderful example of what that is, and that's education, right, Jim? Um, where in Arizona, schools are extremely underfunded and educator pay is at the bottom of the nation. And to address this question of this is being taught everywhere, at this time, I cannot find or am aware of any K-12 school who is teaching CRT. It, it is truly my belief that, that the attack on CRT truly those that do it don't understand what it means. And this really comes down to those in power that truly feel the teaching of American history in an authentic way with all the details of violence, injustice, and inequality. And we as teachers, we just want our students to be raised with an accurate, factual, historical curriculum. Jim. Yeah, I, I would uh, support everything that Chico just said 100%. It is uh, – it's a new boogeyman. Um, the the legislative session started off with the, you know, the audit. Instead of paying attention to the nuts and bolts, bread and butter issues, the fact that we're swimming in billions of dollars in surplus uh, – while the state needed to recover uh, from the pandemic and the economic and, and social losses that so many Arizonans experienced, uh, why don't we put some of that billions of dollars towards the uh, unemployment insurance and underemployment insurance and start funding these different uh, programs and services that can help people get back on their feet and, and make that leap towards taking on some of the jobs that uh, – um, that the governor so so badly wanted to fill, um, so it started with the audit, and then then this other thing came up with with CRT. Nationally speaking, too, and it's in the places, Florida, Georgia, in the places where the Republicans in this last election took some surprising losses, felt contested, felt threatened, you know, like the somehow the people storing, storming the gates of heaven or something like that. And so they come up with the uh, voter suppression laws. You know, us in Georgia were like dueling each other for the national leader in the number of voter suppression laws coming out. Instead of that, you know, the 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 leading dominant members of the state legislature were, were funneling attention towards this audit, uh, a sham audit. And then, you know, by the time they're trying to talk about the flat tax and the massive um, tax cut for the wealthy in this state, 
um, that undermines public services, uh, the CRT thing comes up. So it, it's the you think it's smoke related? and mirrors You think game. they're related? I mean, I, I don't want to say it's completely conspiratorial that they're sitting in some dark room smoking cigarettes like, how do we cook this up? But I, I think these things come up and – if it's 100% organic, which I doubt it is, um, they definitely make that mountain out of a molehill in order to start talking about things and let these things fly under the radar. I mean, I don't need to get conspiratorial when when the Senate is passing these budgets at, t- at 2 a.m. when everybody goes home, or they close off dissent, they close off public comment and things like that. They are uh, they operate undemocratically, and so it, it wouldn't surprise me that some of this stuff was uh, a little bit more well thought out than it just pure happenstance. Well, uh, and one of the comments that uh, Chico made, I wonder if you react to it. He said, basically, critical race theory is not a part of the curriculum right now anywhere. Is that you're both shaking your head? No. All 50 states. Nowhere. No, and, and I teach. I have classes which, on our you know official registrar, is, is United States history from an African American perspective, U.S. government from an African American perspective. I've never been told to. I don't teach it. None of this stuff. I don't get district money for it. I don't get state money to teach critical race theory. Um, I've I've come across it because uh, you know it's it's a. It's an idea that exists about how to a, a different a lens that we 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 use to try and examine U.S. history, but it, it it's not part of my curriculum. I don't teach it. You know, Derek Bell is not, uh, you know, like we are not thoroughly examining him or Richard Del Gallo in a in a like unit way where I've got tests mm-hmm. and essays, et cetera. It's just not there, and. And I think like to set it in the context of, of the last couple of years and certainly from 2020 to now, like it, it is um, – I think you had said it. It's the creation of a – or they're looking for a solution for a problem that doesn't exist. All right. We will be back with uh, Jim Byrne and Chico Robinson, teachers in our schools and uh, both uh, social science teachers in our schools. We'll return with them talking about education in Arizona when we return to the Think Tank in just a moment.